Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, I am Pete Donaldson, professional voiceover man and sometime rambler. Just a little note before the start of the show this week that the Bloomsbury Football Ramble live show is now available in audio format on your iTunes. Either search for it on the self-same musical providing service thingamy. You're looking for the Football Ramble live in London, 22nd of May, 2015. That's a file you need. Or uh, just get yourself to the website, thefootballramble.com, because I've sneaked past internet goddess Boffin Kelly and I've managed to stick a link on the website. Enjoy this week's show, the Final show of the season. Uh, stay out of trouble. And remember, I love you all more than my earthborn children. I don't have any children. It means nothing. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, you've got to take a stand. It don't help to hide, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Marcus and welcome to the Football Ramble. Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. And Pete's here. I'm a control freak. Oh, it's the last day of term. Have we brought on your toys? It's the <laughs> yeah. last day of term. We're just going to Monopoly Screwball scramble. Monopoly? That was your fun toy you brought in. But, but I didn't bring it in. They were just <laughs> mad man. Um, can I well, just say what, what were the, even the things you've said apart from mousetrap Scrooble Scrabble was pretty good to be fair you did a bring a one. monopoly element to the, the live show didn't you I did yeah, you I did turn up with a given that, given that we are guaranteed we've won nothing this season have we <laughs> and given that we're guaranteed to finish, to finish mid table should we not bother with this one <laughs> 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 nonsense poopy pants yeah. um, uh, on we've got to crack on 
and uh, and we certainly will do that. Paul Scholes described Ireland versus England as a waste of an afternoon. That was the last day of term. I agree with him. They've forgotten that they've got actually a couple of crucial qualifiers coming up. If you could entertain Paul for an afternoon, what would you get up to, Jim? Uh, well, I think Paul Scholes throughout his career, everyone used to praise him for being pretty quiet, you know, keeping himself to himself, blah, blah, blah. And everyone was like, oh, that's really refreshing to see that from a footballer. Go on, Page. Yeah, I'll just sit back and watch. I'll be in the sidecar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, w- what we've learned about him since he's become a pundit is the reason that he kept himself to himself and wasn't like most footballers is he's, he's just pretty much a normal, like, moany bloke, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> just a bloke who just hates stuff. <laughs> so for an afternoon with Paul Scholes, I would take him to the single most pretentious modern art gallery I could find and just go, what do you think of that, Paul? What do you think of everything? And he's just like, that's, to me, that's not art. That's not art to me. <laughs> he would definitely say that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But for everything. Yeah. Well, it's, just, it's just colours. Mark, yeah. Mark could do that. It's just yeah. colours in the material uh, in a shape. And <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, but do you not see what that's saying about society? I'll just make loads of stuff up. Um, to, I haven't to seen annoy one him. face in any of these paintings. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> we'll just get, don't get me wrong, I like a landscape, but I can see how, that, how that's art, like, but this, <laughs> I mean, this, this is just a, a shit in a fridge. You know, <laughs> to be fair, it might just be that. It though. could mm. be that. I think you're being quite snobby about young Paul. No, I, th- I think he would no, no. react were not, in that I, way I don't think Jim's saying, to my fictional I don't think, art gallery. <laughs> I don't think Jim's saying Skulls is wrong to react like that because he'd be spot on with a lot of that modern art business. <laughs> but you that are is very right. much not what I meant. But let's get on with it. Let's, let's get on with it. My, my answer is this. Right? <laughs> Hang on a minute. How, was, a, how is a crap in a fridge uh, art? Well, I, we haven't got time for that now. the thing I thought of. Marcus. What, what do you know about art? <laughs> <laughs> well, you could be talking about, uh, you know, people um, dispose fridges, dispose of fridges on landfills and they're very dangerous yeah. to the environment, so it's all about refu- refuse and, also, and human detritus. Also, you know? a lot of modern food is, is terrible for you. Yeah. So, spells so, eat back in your arty yeah. box, all right? Yeah, back in your art box. You heathen. I've been to the Hermitage. Um, Carry on, Luke. I was going to say that given the time of year... <laughs> Don't even know what it is, do I'd you? Pr- I'd probably get Paul Scholes to stay out of the sun... <laughs> yeah, and I, as a man who also is, yeah, you know, not great in the sun. Not I'd great. Pro- I'd probably just take him to the cinema. Do you winter yeah. well, Luke? I do winter very well. Yeah, as you know, <laughs> as you know, I grow the beard, grow the hair out, get a big net, bit, bit, bit cable knit on. Yeah. yeah, and then we're away. So summer for me and for Paul is generally about staying out the sun. No, we're not getting the sun too much. I think Paul mm. probably suffers in the sun more than I do, but I still do suffer a wee bit. I'm very fair-skinned, mm. um, Scottish and Scandinavian heritage, obviously. Would you make him a little fort? Um, could do that. I mean, the thing is, Jim, the, the beautiful part about this day, That's the great thing about the day I've got planned for Paul and I, is you can do anything as long as it's inside. Yeah. So mm. well, I'll, make... I'll be inside. You will, yeah, will you? you will. Yeah, I don't you know will. why you've chosen a summer afternoon. I mean, you just said an afternoon, the question. Yeah, no, but we're... Yeah, but he's it's, chosen it, isn't he? It's the 8th of June, isn't it, at the moment? I'm in summer mode, so yeah. I've okay. got to go with it. Yeah. So probably cinema, potentially, again, as Jim said, like a gallery, a uh, museum. Some sort of dungeon. Um, yeah, we could all, we could all possibly take our turn. <laughs> yeah. Or a hotel bar. Because I imagine Paul Scholes doesn't really drink that much. Maybe that. Maybe um, he does now. Is it that place under Edinburgh um, train station? It's like a, a lost. Oh, the uh, lost town. Type, yeah. like, um, all the tunnelled roads and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that, that could work. Yeah, that so could is work. It, oh, so oh actually, yeah. or something? Just anywhere in Scotland. Is it Hammerfest? Hammerfest? Yeah, could do, in, could do in that. In Norway. In Sweden. It's not in Sweden. Northern Sweden. Maybe. Yeah. Glastonbury, you're not going to get any sun there. Not going to get any sun. I did the year I went. Yeah. See, so like, all see, of yours. see if Joe Barton's got a spare ticket. <laughs> Peter, what are you going for? Um, I would probably, since he is uh, a notable asthmatic footballer and I am a notable asthmatic rambler, 
um, I'd probably take him to all places that people say you sh- can't go as an asthmatic, such as Quasilaser with all the dry ice, mm-hmm. or uh, a place that sells lots of cigars, and just enjoy ourselves and stick two fingers up to the people who say that asthmatics can't smoke a cigar. So you're either going to take him to <laughs> Quasilaser or Cuba? Yeah, well, uh, Quasilaser in Cuba would work, I guess. Somewhere at high Different altitude. Where there's, where there's one in Cuba, yeah. then that's perfect. Well, and it's getting very modernised. So. Yeah. Johannesburg, not, not limited, limited oxygen. Yeah. Somewhere up high, Peru. That's true. What, what's, your, what's, your, what's the motivation for doing for an this? Afternoon. <laughs> because, it's because, a long flight for yeah, an but afternoon. But you've got to remember the sun, the, the, he doesn't like the sun, so maybe you are <laughs> yeah. better off with Quasar. I mean, mm. there's, not a, there's not a drop of. Why are you trying to trigger stuff? his and your asthma? I'm not trying to trigger it, I'm just saying that people, it's a misnomer that um, asthmatics can't play Quasar Laser, and it was a problem I had from a very young age that annoyed me immensely. Sorry, I feel like I've switched off for probably a, a fraction of a second, mm-hmm. and now probably I feel like I'm like where I am. Like a strange therapy session. where I am. Well, basically, I'm just trying to stick two fingers up to people who think that asthmatics can't do certain things. I could take Pops Cross to Quasar Laser, because that's inside as well. Issue. Yeah. In that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I take him piss jousting. Because <laughs> oh. I'm well versed in it now. And he's a type of chap always eager to enter anything that's competitive. His accuracy right. would be amazing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he'd, he'd, always, he'd, want, he'd, want, he'd soon be the best at it as well. Well, do you, well, do you remember that story with Ronaldo was trying to, um, was yeah. trying to like, pissing everywhere? And, and no, he, he said, and he said uh, watch me piss on that tree. And he pissed on a tree. And Ronaldo tried for ages to piss on that tree. And he couldn't piss on the tree. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the end of the season. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That, that's Two gunners. <laughs> Good night, guys. <laughs> um, uh, well, as it's the end of the season... I genuinely could have done with it finishing then, because it's, it's already five to seven. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> don't tell them when we're recording it. AM or PM. Which, which time zone, <laughs> as well, <laughs> being the, the international chaps that we are. Uh, I am... Uh, yes, it's it, it, next points win... So, and I've got the points. Oh. So all the things that had happened in the season earlier with the points gathering counted to nothing. Yes? I just wanted to, I just wanted to interrupt you, but I thought it'd be polite to put my hand up. Sorry, mm. everyone. I was oh, just right. going to wow. say that. It's a rare bit of politeness. That's why I was stunned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Silence. Yeah, that's yeah. me. Yeah, um, <laughs> if we had like an emergency CD that kicked in, if there was like <laughs> three seconds of silence, yeah, well, it would have gone off. the final ge- week of the season to do that for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I was just going to say, at this point is where I'd like to sort of, you know, emotionally and passionately plea to the listener base... Apologise. Um, ...to ask if they will kindly, uh, someone will kindly total up all the points for the season oh, and see who's hell. won. And <laughs> also, as an additional task, if you're up to it over the summer where there's nothing happening, um, would you put together a compilation of the five best or worst Pete answers to the opening questions? Oh, that, that is, is outrageous. Are you, are you setting the listeners, like, busy summertime homework? Yeah, you're giving them homework now. Yeah. Well, it's, about, it's about time they gave something back. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from all the highlights of the week. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Actually, you know what? We could get them to edit Luke out of every show of the yeah. season and re-upload <gasps> them all. That'll take you a while. Listen to <laughs> We could get them to do it. <laughs> Three minutes I'd like to apologise for my colleagues, ladies and gentlemen. Colleagues? Apologies accepted. For this. <laughs> Apologies accepted. <laughs> right then. So that's me with another victory. Oh, and Barcelona <laughs> got another victory in the Champions League. They won the treble. They won the Treby Trebs, didn't they? They did, in what? style. The Treby Fountain. A, a very sartorially interesting final. <laughs> yes, yeah. but the, I found. The, 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 the treble, I, I'd forgotten they'd won the treble because after the game, Seth Blatter took to Twitter to announce that Barcelona had qualified for the World <laughs> Club Championship. Or yeah, whatever which is called. all the Champions League yeah. is, isn't it? <laughs> I love this <laughs> so he's, he's, he's D-Bob Happy. He's got the out-of-office on early. <laughs> <laughs> Stop steering everything to FIFA. But it Great was news, ge- everyone. Well, genuine- yeah, that is very much the problem, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. well, that's right. Yeah. It was genuinely a very sartorially interesting final. I mean, Pete, as, as correctly pointed out, 
shoes were front and centre. Shoes were front and yeah. centre. Luis Enrique rocking a fairly nice suit, but mm-hmm. with um, some interesting footwear and those socks. Mm. And then um, there's the, the denim. Uh, the double uniform, denim on. Almost. Yeah, the double but denim on the show. Barcelo- that Barcelona uh, coach. The coach was wearing. Yeah, the, no, it's, it's team the, wear. Uh, the, it's the team the, wear. Yeah, it's the um, the st- the backroom staff wear it, don't they? they As have, like, the players kit. when they travel. Oh, the John Denver tuxedo. Mm. It's good to see. I like yeah, it. I, I like that. It's like it's well, like Liverpool's cream suits in the FA Cup final, but better. Just, yeah, it's, it's better than that. That I mean, that is, I literally just said but, it. Was but do you might wonder if in in twenty years' time we'll look back on the Barcelona thing and go that's dated quite badly as well. No, but I mean, I like, know, wasn't but, wasn't the Liverpool suit thing ridiculous? It was always disgusting. Okay, it was disgusting every year since. The 90s weren't great for me. <laughs> Difficult to remember. Hey, uh, it's coming back, though. Yeah. Next Friday, it's coming back. Sure is. Uh, Rakitic scored the first goal. He did. After four minutes. Two of the, you know, the two big money signings combining. <laughs> yes, Jim. He was winning the Europa League only a, a moment ago. Now, look at him. <laughs> Greedy little sod. Uh, yeah, Barcelona, they, they began to dominate quite early. They started they, very, very well. They did. And mm. you thought to yourself... Oh, Gordon Bennett, this could be quite a big scoreline. But Juve really uh, applied themselves well. Before the game, I actually... uh, It was slightly hopeful, because I I did quite want Juventus to win, and I thought, oh, maybe Juve on pens. And then Mm. I heard Chiellini was out, and I thought, that's a big blow. It's also... It would have been... uh, It was kind of a shame to not see Suarez go up against Evra and Chiellini in the same back four. (laughs) That's right, yeah. I thought that um, Juve were certainly going to have to weather a storm at some point, and Barcelona had all those chances, and... And actually, at the very sort of opening minute, Barcelona looked quite shaky. Like Juve really pressed yes. them, mm. and they seemed to not really deal with that well. But then they sort of got into their stride and stride, and they had a lot of chances. Of course, they scored, and they had a few more chances after that. And then when when Juve equalised, mm. it was like it's just going to be one of those games where Barcelona had all those chances and it's going to come back to haunt exactly, them. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They did have a lot of chances. There's a lot. There's a lot of chances where people were just smashing it over, over the bar. bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, Juve had a few as well. The first Dow half. was guilty of um, a, a few. A poorer yeah. decision. He was guilty of a lot of but things. But Morata, yeah. um, in the first half as well, had a chance, yeah. which he hit wide. And I think the the frustrating thing from, uh, you know, I suppose just a neutral point of view is that every t- when, the, when the ball fell to a lot of the Juve players, it fell in a way where it was set up exactly how they should hit it and where they should hit it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When, the, when the ball comes... and. So they didn't have to think, oh, where am I going to put this? It was all there, ready for them. And but the execution be, was poor. Yeah, they'll yeah. be a little bit disappointed yeah. with themselves. There was, you know, it's fallen to Vidal had one, Tevez had one, Morata yeah. had one. You know, Marquisio had one too as well. Yes. Exactly. I thought yeah. Tevez would impose himself more than he did actually. Mm. I, I just thought there was really st- Juventus just didn't track their men at all at the back, and they just they Barcelona found so much space, yeah. like they always do, and you know they're, they're very good at one touch football and stuff. But they just like they just look like a completely different level of uh, of team when it came yeah. to the final third. Barcelona. I, I wonder yeah, if um, I wonder if Juventus went in with too much trepidation because the, the first goal there were a lot of individual errors in there um, that you wouldn't normally expect a team that's just won their domestic double and got to the Champions League final mm. to, to concede you, you wonder if they were so worried about the attacking threat of Barcelona they actually switched off through worrying about it too much but they, they did claw their way back in and it was interesting how before the game a lot of, a lot of people were seeming to give Juventus no chance at all mm. oh, they were these I mean, lucky little yeah. you know underdogs that have come from nowhere but they're in, not in, they're in, a great team in the betting the, the, I mean it sounds a bit almost counterintuitive because Barcelona won the game but in the betting Juve were the value pick because people were hugely overrating um, Barcelona's in, in terms of their price mm. their price was very short and um, Juve were in that game for a large period and yeah. actually the third goal 
only really came about yeah. because it was shit or bust for Juve. I mean, yeah. and so it, it essentially flattered Barcelona a little bit, but I understand that Barcelona were the better team. I think the right team won. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, I don't yeah, think anybody could really argue with that. But I, I just think. But just on the note, just on the note of, of Tevez not imposing himself as much, mm-hmm. I can't remember which one of you guys said sure. it. Yeah, that is certainly the case. But you often find in those games against um, possession-dominated teams. By definition, you're almost going to struggle to impose yourself because you don't Absolutely. get anywhere near as much of the ball. But that is a lot. Often it's Tevez's strength, isn't it? It's chasing stuff down. But it may be that Barcelona are so good at, at keeping the ball that mm. he just ran himself out. Mm. I don't think there was any particular moments where Juve's players, because they've got a fantastic side, where you saw Pogba really impose himself or Tevez. I, I think later a, in the game, Pogba picked up. I thought he started off. He, he was kind of yeah. He, well, the point he, I was going to say. Missing. The point I was going to say is, as as a unit, I thought they did actually okay. Mm. Um, but individually, and that was where, as I was saying earlier, that some of the chances weren't taken. They just needed that little bit of individual skill to go mm. with their team plan. And had that have happened, they could have really caused Barcelona a lot more trouble and maybe even nicked it. Yeah, I think um, it was interesting because I, I really wanted to see how that, that midfield trio of, of Pogba, Vidal and, and Pirlo would, would fare against Barcelona. And, um, and Marquisio in there. Yeah, right. of course. But um, what was very interesting from Barcelona's point of view was how deep Messi was dropping. He mm. was just sort of nipping back in there to help out his own midfield. And uh, and that extra man that that created, uh, that, that caused Juve all kinds of But problems. he's done that a lot this season. Yeah, he has. But it almost looks like he's... Um, He's preparing for his next role in, in Barcelona's team. He's even mm. said like he's not going to be able to sort of play in this style forever. So he's looking at uh, you know maybe later in his career moving back. And it's interesting. You know, you, you look at the goals that Messi scored, the goals Ronaldo scored, and you think, well, sooner or later they're going to have to replace that. But if you look at the stats this season, you think the only player in the world is capable of doing that is Neymar. That was his 39th goal of the yeah. season. <laughs> and he wasn't even their top scorer, which yeah. is astounding. I thought Neymar played very well. He did. Um, <clears throat> I thought Vidal was disappointing, really. Yeah, he was. Mm. Well, he's had a fairly average season by his own standards. I just felt like he played, he didn't, he played the occasion rather than the game. Yeah. And he, it was marauding around everyone. everyone. The referee was very lenient. Mm. And I think not only did he sort of... Um, he, he, he considered himself lucky to stay on the, on the field, but he just seemed to pull Juventus around a bit. And like, mm. I, I think it was hard for... I don't really think Pirlo had much of an impression on the game. And I wonder yeah. if that's more to do with the fact that Vidal was just gallivanting around everywhere. Because yeah. um, you saw Pirlo talk to Vidal a few times when there was like a foul or an altercation or a coming together and the ref had to step in. Yeah. As he walked away, Pirlo was grabbing him quite a lot. I think he was saying to him, calm down because we need to keep our shape here. Mm. Vidal, in a strange way, was actually quite lucky that his two particularly bad fouls came so close together because you got the impression the referee didn't mm. want to issue a red card yeah. that early 20 minutes later he might have gone mm. you know? Re- referees are funny like that in finals mm. I mean how we've got so much stick for the World Cup final in 2010 mm. because if you don't referee it in the way that the referee the Turkish guy refereed it on, on Saturday teams get a lot of stick like you seem to get seem to, referees seem to get blamed for a lot for dishing cards out but actually Vidal was lucky to stay on there was probably three or four other players that should have been carded as well mm. yeah well there was indeed I think that they ought to put their stamp on the game but it usually literally you know, is, is a stamp yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I think that when I say that you know I was saying earlier that sometimes the you know Pogba and all that kind of stuff is, take Pete's phrase didn't put their stamp on the game it was very difficult when you're playing against that Barcelona side lest we forget and I, th- I thought it was quite it was quite valiant of, of Juventus to actually play two forwards mm. against that that that, um, that Barcelona team. Had Chiellini started, they may have gone with a back three and then had wing-backs who would have dropped in quite deep. It would have given them a different shape, obviously, would have given them different ideas. And I would I'd have quite liked to have seen that. 
but he wasn't there, and, and, and that's not how it how it worked out. Uh, but I thought Morata did look quite a, a threat all game, and I was and I was pleased he scored. But again, the goal came from a lovely back heel from Marquisio, and mm. nice. It was the one moment really, the one obvious standout moment for Juventus where they did have a little bit of. Craft. He was a stand-up midfield player, Marquisio. Yeah, he was fantastic. I mean, he works tirelessly. Yeah, yeah. great player. And uh, he, he, just a little touch like that was what they needed because in the final mm. third they were a little bit poor actually. Mm. You know they defended well. Yes, Barcelona had had a few chances, but I thought Juve did actually pretty well. And then in midfield, yeah, they kicked them around a bit and so on. But do you uh, think that was Vidal's, um, you know, his, his instruction, his remit? Yeah, get amongst it. Well, uh, probably break up there, and you can't blame that because you've got a guy who's I a little would, warrior in there. If I, if I knew what the referee, I mean, if if I had got instructions. <clears throat> and I knew the referee was going to be super lenient. I probably would have done the same, but it doesn't. Mm. It didn't help their, didn't help their midfield shape. It didn't help their discipline because you have to stay so disciplined against Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And if you give away that many chances, they gave away quite a few chances. And, and you, you um, Barcelona were quite profligate in, at times. Mm. That's that's safe from, uh, from that's safe from from Buffon. Yeah, it was just kind of like hammered in between yeah. two players. The scene at the last moment, yeah. moving away from the ball, yeah. just sticks an hand out. It was like it was bloody insane. hell. And if, mm-hmm. and if that had gone in, yeah. You know, yeah, he made was a few a, good saves before. Mm. It was it was a shame for the second goal actually, because he with his own high standards he'll look at that and think. I should have either held on to it or pushed it away. It was very pacey. I mean, it, how, how would you have done if you couldn't keep hold of it? No, but I'm where saying, would you have put it? You know what I mean? For his own high standards, he would mm. look at that. And it, 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 yeah, I think he probably would have liked to have kept hold of that. And it, in a weird way, I was quite glad that the third went in because it would take less pressure off that being the winning goal. And it happened yeah. with um, with Juve's goal. Ter Stegen got too solid a hand on it, and he and he and he actually parried it into a direction he didn't intend to. That's right. And it went straight to Morata. But, but I tell you what, when Juve scored. And they, the next five minutes, I think PK said afterwards, he said, for those five minutes, we were in trouble. Yeah. And they were yeah. in trouble. And you thought to yourself, a lot of the players have said that. And it, it, watching well, the they game, came it forward. didn't seem that way, did they suddenly had a belief and you thought, my goodness, is, the game could swing completely mm. the other way. But you know, when all said and done, Barcelona have won the game. Of course they have. But I, I just think Juventus will look back at that. Now, when Barcelona played Manchester United those, those two times in the final it recently... There was no window of opportunity for Manchester United. No, no. They were never, ever going to win that game. Mm. And in this one, the best you can hope for against Barcelona is a small window of opportunity. Mm. And actually, there was a small window of opportunity yeah. for Juventus. And, I, I, and yes, the right team won. But I think Juventus will look back at this and just go, ah, do you know what? Yeah. We could, yes, it was against the odds and so on and so forth, but there was a glimmer, and and you just I think they'll look back at it and think oh, maybe we had a, if if Buffon will think to himself oh, if I had perhaps done better there or Tevez hadn't knocked that one over the bar they'll look at it and go oh what a little chance we had there yeah mm. well, I, I think on another on another night though Barcelona could have had a hat for absolutely but that window opportunity opened itself for a small mm. uh, for a small moment in a in, in a way yeah what I started to say there was uh, about how you know PK said after the game there was there was that window opportunity and a few players said like yeah we 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 would they rocked us for a little bit we were you know we mm-hmm. really had to dig in and fight there you got the impression from the Barcelona players they came off feeling they had really really weathered a storm whereas yeah. watching the game it didn't feel like that at all mm-hmm. and that oh, shows you did. what an emotionally intense experience a final is like that I mean Suarez's goal was what five six minutes after Morata's unless I'm remembering no a little bit uh, maybe yeah, it wasn't maybe a huge like 10, amount of time so, yeah yeah possibly um but no, I I understand why. why the I, Barcelona I can see players. both your points of view. I think you're both right in a way. I think I don't. I don't think it was like bloody hell. Juventus are definitely going to. I think yeah. Barcelona, and th- this is the they point I'm vulnerable. making. Yeah, but they've been so dominant this season. Even when they played Bayern, they they yeah. You but know, what, but what it looked like to me, Marcus, it looked like the goal that they managed to get yeah. to equalise made them realise 
actually, we, we can do this. Because we, we, you don't know whether Sorry, they, yeah. you don't know whether they fully believed Juventus mm. they could win before they scored that goal. Yes. And after that, it seemed to give them the extra sheen of confidence mm. they needed. Remember who they were and what yeah, skill they have. Indeed, but then they got obviously got undone by by, by a good team, and that's just the way it goes. Yeah, but, but you're right on what you're saying. I completely agree with the Man United point. There was absolutely no point at any 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 stage they were yeah. going to win those games. So, but Juve wasn't like that at all. No, no, certainly not. What did you think of the disallowed goal? That's a really tricky now, one. See, one, isn't it? This is what we were talking about the other week. I can't remember um, which game it was. It was a Premier League game, I think. And, and the point I was saying, I was watching it with a few people, and they said, oh, it's come off his hand, yeah. And I was playing on. But earlier in the game, when it came off a Juventus defender's hand, oh, it's ball to hand, not a penalty. Neymar clearly didn't mean that. No, yeah, and also, like a lot of people are saying, yeah, but it changed the direction of where the, where it was going. But if that's it's changed if, within the rules, that's, that's that not in the doesn't rules, actually no. matter, it, does it? It changes so. the direction of the ball if it comes off a defender's hand, if it's yeah, ball or, if, or off your own um, knee. So I personally, I think that should have stood. Did he did he get much um, purchase on the head? It's his own fucking fucking shit header. I've had a penalty given against me before for when I've been running back towards my goal, the ball's come across and hit my hand as I've been running like pumping my arms to run yeah. and they were giving a penalty against me for that yeah. before it's not that, quite the same stage as the Champions League no, final but, but the point, but the point you're make, but yeah. it, it further endorses your guys point which is at the, the other, rules are the same at the other end well they're laws not rules but at the other end of the uh, pitch <laughs> um, you're right at the other end of the pitch if it, if it, it would not be given there's no way mm. if Neymar's heading that to defend the corner yeah. he's given a penalty for that's that that's right and so if you if you if you by that reckoning, you have to give the goal yeah. because the law's not clear enough. And yeah, it changed the, yeah. the, the, the um, direction of the ball. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he wouldn't have scored it without the hand. Mm. But actually, the laws don't, don't mm. cover that. It doesn't matter. But then what, what you've got to think about is, in another situation... He should have got booked then. No, take the header out of the equation completely then. So what happens if he's just running towards mm. it? He doesn't see the ball. It comes over a defender. <laughs> yeah. hits his hand and goes in. Is that, he didn't mean to do it. Well, is that one that says referees... Discretion. discretion, yeah, yeah. What you do is then you, well, you that's give, the answer to all of it. You give the Irish yeah. FA three million pounds. <laughs> hey, come on, don't jump the gun. We, yeah. we, we're coming to that. Yeah, and it, yeah. Just a little taster for the listeners. What's, yeah. what's to come? Yeah, we, don't worry, we've noticed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are some. Shame for Pirlo and Buffon, obviously. Yeah, P- seeing Pirlo cry was an odd experience yeah. for me as a man. I mean, it, uh, it rocked my very idea of masculinity. At least Pirlo's won a couple of winners' medals, but it, you know, <laughs> I love look. I love looking. Moves. I don't like Pirlo. Little shrug there. Oh, suddenly it's not okay if, if, for someone to lose if it's Pirlo because oh, everyone loves Pirlo. So <laughs> no, I think, not, I think not the point anyone on this no, no, planet no, 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 is making. Yeah, clearly not. The I think, anti-hipster. I think, I think the point we're making is in a way it makes him more of a hipster, <laughs> and he knows that, which means it's not, but it also means it is. <laughs> Why did you change your accent through that point? Then? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I was just trying to imagine but, what you would sound like when you're in the series. Cafe hating <laughs> 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 Is that just an extension of the point around the Raheem Sterling thing? Oh, he wants to play Champions League football. Well, we had the chance to play Champions League football and he wasn't very good. Well, Pirlo played better in the final. They might have won. Oh, Ooh. come on. Well, he might have done. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, fine for, it's fine for him to be emotional and upset about not winning a final, of course, because he wants to win it. Well, but, I mean... It is a shame for them, though, isn't it? Yeah, I guess mm. so. Yeah. It's, it's almost like you've got no empathy. Mm. Weird. have been through that. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but like I say, I think we'll agree the right, right team won. Another, yeah. another treble so soon after yeah, the last it's phenomenal, one. isn't it? <laughs> Luis Enrique. Who, until this morning, like didn't seem to be staying at the club. He's already said he, he might go, hasn't he? It's been confirmed that he'll stay today. Yeah. Right, okay. I would have, if I was Luis Enrique, I would have said, right, who are all the people that want to be out around Christmas time? <laughs> yeah. Messi, you're one of them. Yeah. Do it. What, it's do your it, fault yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> and then I'd, I'd sign on as a West Hamsley manager. Yes. <laughs> They are, which will be uh, unveiled uh, in the next uh, couple of days. Probably, apparently. I imagine, about an hour after the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably happened already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Blatter will go on the rampage minutes after this yeah. is uh, released. <laughs> yeah.
Um, so there we are. Uh, oh, right then. Uh, yes. Now we've got through all that. We can get down to the real football chat, the international friendlies, where England were involved in a pulsating nil-nil away to Ireland. Yes. I'd, I'd like to make a point on that, which is that that wasn't only the worst <clears throat> hour and 40 minutes or so <clears throat> of football I've seen. I think that was the worst hour and 40 minutes of anything, anything. within the entertainment genre <laughs> I have seen. Mm-hmm. I, and, I, 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 and believe me when I say this, you have to believe when I say this, I spent a lot of time this morning trying to think of something worse than this. Shit in yeah. the fridge. And I couldn't. No, I don't think it is worse. I don't think shit in the fridge is worse. At least it'd be interesting. <laughs> if, I, if I open the fridge it'd be an assault and, I get home, wouldn't it? and there's an actual shit in there, first of all I'm thinking, how's that got in there? Because yeah. I didn't do it and I live on my own. Yeah. Secondly, is it human or cat shit? Because I've got two cats. If yeah. it's a human shit, someone's been in my house. That is at least but the logistics of it as well. Out in quicker than an hour and a half. And it also at least gives me something to think about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Logistics at least, of it. At least, at least that's a Paul Scott. said and done, that shit wants to be there. I, I really feel for the. Uh, I think the only the only people that come out of this debacle with any credit are the people are the putting Irish the highlights FA. together. <laughs> yeah, the people putting the highlights okay. together for ITV Sport because the highlights included footage of England building a wall, the players leaving the pitch, like proper comprehensive like comprehensive coverage of every player going down that tunnel, and Ray Lewington shouting. <laughs> that was in the highlights. Yeah, There's so little going on. The been... ball was barely in the highlights. There was about four or five separate incidents where. Um, Passing moves or shots or whatever broke down just down to really, really poor technical proficiency. Mm. At one point, Ross Barkley um, did like a really lazy like shoulder drop. The Irish defender couldn't really be bothered to, to change direction. <laughs> and then Ross Barkley punished him for that by kicking the ball against his own foot and falling over. And the ball went out about 20 yards wide. Yeah. And I was thinking, what is this? Uh, it's a proper kind of like, ah, oh, the season's ended. Shit, I've just remembered I've got to be somewhere. I've got yeah. to play a football match. It was real. Didn't and, Wayne but, Rooney actually do that, according to one of us on this on this show? Can we say that? He was on a stag do or something, wasn't yeah. he? Apparently so. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't worry about him, Mark. He's yeah. not a big target. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wayne really is a big target. Not, I was going to say, yeah, it was strange though that, that tabloids never haven't picked up on that. Maybe he's done a deal with them mm. with an interview or something. <laughs> well, like he hasn't done that. a deal with that, us. That's so libelous, <laughs> is it? He hasn't done a deal with us, and so he was definitely on Alex Bruce's stag do in Vegas. There you go. <laughs> I think it yeah. was Vegas. Jet yeah. lag. I mean, that looked like a very jet lag performance. Do you for think? Me. Yeah. Do you think he was like? Yeah, uh, you don't get jet lag from London to. Dublin. <laughs> no, <laughs> no way that happened. But, what, but watching that, like with a bit of a hangover, going, "Oh, piss off!" Yeah. Going, if you're not going to try, I'm not going to open my eyes. I almost, I almost don't blame them though. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. like, it's such an annoying time to have a friendly. I, I, I spent quite a lot of the game thinking that's a really nice day outside, and I kept coming back <laughs> into my head. It's sunny outside. I'd rather be outside. I could, I could shit in my fridge. So green. <laughs> oh, um, was it not a case of? Um, Let's all get through this without anybody being offended. Yeah, well, why and that will translate injured? onto the pitch as well. Yeah, the players basically almost—it like, was almost like it, they made a pack. It, yeah. Yeah. Let's not give anyone to get anything excited yeah, about. It passed Once without we, incident. An incident get, would have been good. Let's yeah. get this friendly out of the way, so the next time we a play each other, we can all actually turn up. Probably. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. I mean, you know, I know it got abandoned after a certain uh, point of time, but I didn't remember that match being all right before the nonsense happened. Well, it was almost well, in ninety-five. Cer- it was almost certainly better than what we witnessed on Saturday. Well, there was a goal. Violence included. And the other thing is that. When I saw the lineup that Hodgson had picked for that game, I was like, what, what is he doing? Mm. He's, he's just picked essentially a full strength team. Mm. I mean, why has he's he done that? He's learning nothing about them. <laughs> why has he done that? Quite funny hearing Raheem Sterling getting booed 
from the yeah. uh, Liverpool and then, and then, and then Roy the not crowd. backing him up so yeah. he just needs to grow thicker skin to be honest cheers for your support amazing he's been linked with um, Man United this week hasn't he which I doubt will happen but um, the, uh, I don't know if you've seen the last player to move from uh, from Liverpool to Man United this is how long it, long ago it was his name was Ellen B. Chilton <laughs> Alan B. Chilton people Chilton. are just not called names like that anymore <laughs> when was it? 1938 is that <laughs> right? yeah blimey that's great wow. good knowledge Jimmy and it caused a world war. So, you know. <laughs> just, just a year later. Archduke yeah. Allen B. Chilton. So think twice. So think that was World War One. Think twice about it, guys. If I you still like the ref. Yeah, it's very good reference. It's Jim Bajilton's brother. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, England's Andros Townsend featured, obviously. He actually quite good. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's one of the. Didn't get the memo about just not really trying. Do you reckon Ta- Andros Townsend was running around the pitch going to all the other players? Look, I know you don't want to be here, but this is a big deal for me. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I do most of my best stuff. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Any more thoughts on that? No. I can't no. think of anything to say. <laughs> no. I, and I'm not someone short of a word or two, usually. Clean sheet. <laughs> Clean sheet, build on it. Slovenia yeah. <laughs> <laughs> away on Saturday. That's it. Sunday, sorry. There we go. We look forward to that one. Uh, Scotland beat Qatar 1 0. Matt sorry, Before you move on, I genuinely am not looking forward to that no. one. But just want to Matt Ritchie that. scored his first international goal. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yes, yeah, nice. One, one slip, nice. Through, slip through the Portsmouth net. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that euphemism? Premier League footballer now <laughs> playing in the Premier League for Bournemouth. Not Pompey, not interested. Don't want him. Not I would he, he probably would have crawled out of that net sooner or later. No yes. better than we've already got Jim. Bit uh-huh. too obvious. I think was the word. How very time. gauche yeah, to yeah. have any have a Scottish. Now, what about this one though? Belgium beat France four three in yeah. France. Go on, no one out there. there. That was brilliant. It's a great game. The funny thing was, like Hazard was pissing around really. He was just going, yeah, showboating. But even when he does that, he's still brilliant. Yeah. Know? And he's like R- Rabona crosses and all this kind of stuff. And you think, <laughs> yeah. yeah, England, if you if you're gonna if you're not gonna take it seriously, have a laugh. Yeah, yeah. But Intel- do something Intel- good. <laughs> just, uh, heads and vols. Heads and vols. <laughs> oh, we, we've said this before. Did we not say this going into? Oh, so it's so, so depressing. Like, I can't even remember what tournament it was. It could have been any of the last three tournaments. <laughs> Did we not just say that English just go for it? Because they're going to disappoint anyway. People are going to get on their backs anyway. If you just knock it about, like, just, mm, yeah. just go for are it. Are you referencing the 1-0 victory against the Hong Kong 11 before Euro 96? Yeah, that was... Well, that, Euro 96 was halcyon days. Like, I think, <laughs> I think we might have said it, it might have been before Euro 2012 in light of what happened in World Cup 2010. We were just like, it's a tough group, just get on with it. Just, just knock it about a bit, see what happens. We don't know that they weren't trying to do that. <laughs> that might be them really that going for it. even more worrying if that's the case. Can we get yeah. the England band to play that um, Harlem Globetrotters oh, um, basketball theme? Fuck off. <laughs> Or the, or the hockey at dan 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 or rock and roll parts oh no maybe not Fellaini got two he did he's always on Fellaini isn't he always the second goal was a great header from an absolutely fantastic cross such a weapon the sort of the sort of cross that England and Ireland could have been playing still now mm-hmm. and not delivered. Yeah. <laughs> mm. well, it, was, it was a crazy game, though. Yeah, I mean, France was 3-0 down at one point. Yeah. And um, what was really impressive about it, I know they scored the, their fourth quite late on, but the French third. fans... Uh, sorry, of course, yeah. their third. The French fans were clearly really, really behind them. And there's a real buzz about the team and obviously about um, Euro 2016. And, you know, why wouldn't there be? But that's actually quite unusual for France, isn't it? Normally yeah, they're the first right. to get on the back of their own team. So mm. I, I think they could do something there. Well done, know. French fans. Yeah. There's going to be a mutiny in the French Score between now yeah, and exactly. yeah, that's that. a good point. If, this, if anything, this is just setting that up to, to be a harder fault, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Probably around Matthew Valbuena, who's a fantastic player to watch. 
because he, he just looks like he shouldn't be there. He just, <laughs> he just looks like he's stumbled upon a, a full international yeah. as like a 12-year-old. There's, there's no gap between his shorts and his sock. He's so small. He's, he's a funny one, isn't he? Because he's quite stocky in, in the mould of uh, Ludovic Julie, Steed mm. Malbranc. Yeah. Uh, mm. He's shorter than those two, though. He's certainly shorter yeah, than Yeah, but still, it's that uh, He's got a nice pen as well. He's got a nice pen. The best match, perhaps, was uh, Netherlands 3, the United States of America 4. Yeah. They were 3-2 down with a minute to go and Williams and Wood scored. Uh, well, they were 3-1 down yeah, at yeah. one point in the stage. Huntelaar got a couple and, and Depay uh, got the yeah, other. Yeah, it was sort of deflected in off his face. Yes. Yes, it was Can't quite strange at the moment. It, would, that, would that not have been a Huntelaar hat-trick if it wasn't for that goal? I think so. Because I'm pretty sure Huntelaar was like, celebrating that one anyway. Yeah. Mm. But I don't, I don't think it was his what goal. What a win for the States, though. Fantastic. I mean, the Dutch are a bit poor at the moment, yeah. but still, going but to there's, um, there's some good matches in this uh, round. Their third and fourth goals were exactly the same move. They were slightly better marks on the fourth one but they still manage it Daily Blind just absolutely torn apart yeah. do, you not, do you not think that's, that's just more the same from the USA because during the World Cup everyone we were, I remember us on this show we're loving the US because they yeah, play the football they, they play and I don't well, everybody loves well, them they're the doing exactly what we just said England should do yeah I don't mean there's no patronising way but they do actually play quite a swashbuckling brand of football and they, mm. and they stick exactly and they stick them, their, their bullies on the line and they yeah. work really hard I mean they could have lost 5-0 to Belgium but they couldn't take any of their chances so no, they quite fortunate to get the extra time but still yeah. I'd rather watch the US than us at the moment but they came yeah. back in, in in extra time in that game did they end up losing 2-1 mm. or 2-0 2-1 and they and, and they ended up going 2-0 down in extra time and they had a really from what I can remember they really rallied there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, and right. they scored. And you thought, if I hadn't conceded that second, they well, would have been in good That was shape. probably the best period of extra time in that World Cup. Yeah. And there were loads of them, I think and they were all brilliant. It's one of the best games, I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're talking about them rallying, but they rallied the other night, boys. Yeah. There's one example right here. It don't mean no shit. If it's, if it's a friendly, they don't care. They'll carry on. They'll yeah, do it anyway. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's, that is uh, such a confidence booster to go to a massive international team, mm. be down, and then turn it around. Lovely old job. Mm. Do you think because a lot of American sport... Um, is, is solely based in America that they don't really get the concept of friendlies they just be. sort of just 
going for it all the time. <laughs> no, I think, he just, I think he just, international by football. the sounds of it, he uses the friendlies wisely, which is what all the other managers could do. Yeah, I mean, England to go away, to, I'm not like sort of harp on about this, but England to go to Dublin, play Ireland, a friendly, and ITV spent the whole of the Champions League coverage calling it a prestige friendly as well, which annoyed me. <laughs> and then, <laughs> to me, they, they apologised. Did they? Yeah. How what? shit it was. Yeah, I think, think Alex Scholes did, really, did they? Yeah, yeah, that's it. But England... Uh, Worse you, than a shit <clears throat> in a fridge. The, the thing for me is, if you look at it um, in this way, I know he used Vardy for about 15 minutes because he's got a bit of pace, but... You, you call up Charlie Austin to the squad. Well, now, yeah. presumably Charlie Austin is not going to play against Slovenia. He's not, is he? So mm. why are you calling him up the squad? Just so he can be around the squad for a bit and see how yeah. it works. I'm pretty sure he knows how squads work. It's their prestige, <laughs> mate. They had to put mm. the full strength yeah. team out. He, yeah. he could have been on his holidays, is what I'm saying. I think he probably saw the state of well. Rooney. He probably saw the state of Rooney and thought... I've got a chance here. <laughs> no, Hodgson did. And Rooney thought, ah, oh, just give us... T-. No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to give you 80 minutes. <laughs> and then I'm going to make you do a Jaeger bomb at yeah. half time. <laughs> Actually, we're switching formation, Wayne, and I'd like you to play a box to box midfielder in the Briar Robson mode <laughs> for the whole second half. No, it was a couple of touches he made. It was just like, oh my days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're still asleep, sunshine. Yeah. You've got a competitive match coming up. <laughs> Someone had a Valium back on the plane, didn't <laughs> 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 what about in uh, South America? Argentina beat Bolivia 5 0. Di Maria got, yeah. got a brace and Aguero got a hat trick. It's a warm up for the Copper America. Yeah. Starts on the 11th of June. Mm. The 11th of June. The host Chile have never won the tournament, which started in 1916. Wow. wow. That is surprising. It's surprising. Argentina haven't won the cup since 1993. That's also surprising. It is surprising. Uruguay are the most successful, aren't they? With 15 wins. Argentina yeah. second with 14. That is surprising. <laughs> And Brazil a third with eight wins, Pete. That is surprising. There you are. <laughs> I'm so surprised. <laughs> my surprises uh, with Marcus Speller. <laughs> my eyebrows are now nestling on the back of my neck. <laughs> That's how surprised I am. Surprising. surprising. <laughs> yeah. uh, Paraguay have won it twice along with Peru, Colombia and Bolivia. No, sorry. Paraguay have won it twice along with Peru, Colombia and Bolivia are the other former winners, having won it once each, Jim. The, the You're Copper, very excited there. The Copper America um, You thought we were suffered. doing the Dean Winners Hall of Fame, didn't you? No, no. It's, I'm just looking forward to you taking us to FIFA House because okay. I know oh, it's yeah. coming soon I, don't I, know, I, I just want to make a generic point about the Copper America how it, obviously it's not that big here because of the time difference if, if, mm. if it wasn't mm. because of that I think we'd really enjoy it a lot more because the brand of football on display is normally um, typified by a lovely <clears throat> amount of flair mm-hmm. but also something we all like to see a huge amount of indiscipline yeah <laughs> and, and flagrant cheating I think most, most commentators mainstream commentators I don't know who, we don't like to see that we don't like to see that no, we, we do, do we like, do to, like see to see it yeah, yeah. commentators really don't speak for the common man no, my, no. Sort of, my sort of earliest my least, I think I probably did a story on, on the <laughs> podcast good. before but like this guy this lad used to, know, used to come around with a video tips that he tapped off Sky God. Sky Sports 2 probably back in the day and it was and it was just all the Cop America matches when stop it when Asprey used to play there for Colombia yeah. is this where you and get your Simpsons videos from as the well same, uh, no it wasn't the same guy but he's come around and uh, my earliest memory of the Cop America was um, just a lot of matches being played behind closed doors <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they will not behave yeah. <laughs> because they will not learn yeah. um, but they know what we like <laughs> you may not be able to turn up and watch it yeah. but you'll bloody lo- enjoy um, watching um, it on the telly a man running full pelt into the back of another man <laughs> and doing a karate kick you can imagine the into players, the lower lumbar the, pl- the player like about to be set up by the referee but like pleading with the ref just think of their export value of this brand of football I love this overseas you've got to keep me on yeah do you know I haven't actually checked who the um, the, uh, the 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 invited team is oh okay yeah uh, because you, Japan have been uh, invited before yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. not Dawson's won it, Japan no they haven't won it no the US have been invited yeah I know Mexico always get an invite 
<laughs> uh, I love that. It's just such it's, a laissez-faire like, approach to have genuine big tournament football. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't you love England to play in that? Could you imagine? No, it? we'd get England stuffed. Got, we would. But <laughs> we'd get it would be we would embarrassing. Get and it would be an embarrassment. We'd get but torn it apart make by for Peru. An amazing summer. No, because it would be it would be rubbish. I'd rather watch the tournament without England in it. <laughs> it's, I, uh, I just had to Google it. Swindon Town. <laughs> I think you find it's Jamaica. Oh. Jamaica this time. Oh, oh, they won't oh, themselves. Do you know what Chile are thinking? We haven't won this. Well, we need a team that is not a threat. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Get the reggae boys in. Should we get Should we get Panama? They never qualify for the World Cup. Yeah. All right, fair yeah. play. Get Australia, they just they were in the Eurovision. Eurovision that was yeah. weird. Yeah, that's the, I think they're probably halfway here already, so we'll get, get them over. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mexico and Jamaica. If so England got invited, the FA probably wouldn't let them go anyway. Too big for it. Yeah. Too big for it. Yeah. Um, we'll, play, we'll play the winner in a one-off prestige friendly. <laughs> <laughs> and then draw nil-nil. Yeah, that'd be a good result. Yeah. Uh, Brazil beat Mexico in a, in a friendly as well. Coutinho scored his first goal for Brazil. Nice yeah, one, excellent that. goal too. Lovely stuff. Diego Tardelli got the other. He's getting Forgot on. about Diego Tardelli. He's getting him on the goals fairly regularly now. Of course he is. They've got another Fred as well. Yeah, like a different Fred. Fred. That's just not acceptable. Oh, multi-pack Fred. Also. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be... This is the problem, you see. When Brazil insist on going on nicknames, mm. the problem is when you've got two genuinely top-quality footballers, both called Fred. That doesn't make any sense. That's the whole point of a full name. <laughs> to distinguish between people. But, mate, the, the beauty of South American football is that none of it makes any sense. And yeah, it's brilliant. True. Yeah. Mm. Fredinho. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> not a lot of that England Ireland made friend made sense to me. Made friends. Made friends. There you to go. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Stop thinking know. about it. It's been yeah. a long that season. was such a harsh reality. It gave me an existential crisis. Yeah. <laughs> it made too much sense of anything. It made me automatically not be fearful for a non-football <laughs> summer. <laughs> I accepted my own death. I think that's the, <laughs> that's the worst it got. Right, so let's get uh, off this nonsense. Um, where we go? Oh no, we're not FIFA House yet. We've got to talk about the Women's World Cup. Mm. Women's World kicked Cup. off. Yes, it has kicked off. Canada. They started with a win. Only just. I saw that game. Nervy, nervy performance by Canada. Yeah, I think you could tell they had the, the pressure of being. Um, hosts weighed quite heavily on their shoulders mm. and also the pitch didn't help the pitch is so annoying 3G I'm really looking forward to watching this as much as this tournament as possible but the pitch is making it hard why are they having do you know it what's 3G? Make, do you it's, know it's what's, an experiment isn't it mm. do you yeah. know what's making it easier the um, BBC3 um, online uh, broadcast of it I'm enjoying it, yeah, and, I'll, I'll and it gives you a little, and it gives you a little flag where where the goals are, so you can click on where the goal is, so you can just watch a goal. If you've missed any of the action, oh, that's good. It's great news. Um, there was a lot of action. Well, they when... scored right at the end, uh, Canada. They, yeah, I, they I actually mm. fell asleep and then was woken mm. up by the penalty award and the goal. Mm. Really? Yeah. Mm. Nice one. The, the goal scorer is an absolute. Uh, I forget her name. Christine Sinclair. Christine Sinclair. Sinclair. Yeah, she is. She scored a hell of a lot of goals for Canada. <laughs> She's prolific. Yeah, There's about 149. Yeah, I've seen like was it Wombach? Wombach's uh, her goal record is just grotesque. They play tonight. It's disgraceful. They play Australia tonight. Mm. Very very much fancy to win that. What about the Germans? Eh? <laughs> that, was a, that was an absolute <laughs> shellac. Yeah. I thought to myself, oh come on. Come on, ladies. Would, the, the, Calm down. Go easy on them. The, the ones you got a seven, do no, you really? come on. The Ivory, no. the Ivory Coast looked like children. They were so young compared yeah. to the German. I, and to be fair, there, there was a couple of chances where the Ivory Coast could have um, beaten them for pace at the back because the German... scored a goal which German, should have stood. Yes, it should have stood. It was poor refereeing. Uh, it should have been 10-1. <laughs> <laughs> There's a more serious point behind what you're trying to say there, Marcus, as far as that, you know, it's a long tournament. Germany one of the fancy teams. They want to keep yeah. their players fit well, and healthy. They're the European champions. You're five new up at half-time. Just make a lot of changes. But, and also, once again, those 3G pitches, I mean, that's ultimately a harder surf than, yeah. surface yeah. than grass. You know? A lot of um, pressure on joints and stuff like that. There will, I imagine there will be some injuries. There was a fairly, a fairly big injury earlier on the Canada-China game, I think. 
one of the Chinese players had to come off and she was actually doing all right. Yeah, right. And she had to I, come off. I think that was injury. I enjoyed Jonathan Pierce using the word Finn for for the fifth goal. That's oh. a Finn. That's <laughs> a Finn. Nice. The tenth goal uh, was, was a free kick and it was so perfectly rifled. Just like really close along the ground, but without actually touching the ground until it had gone into the net. Yeah, I d- brilliant. I don't think the keeper Ray, covered Ray, it. Ray, she wasn't great. There's some great free kicks in the um, in the Canada-China game as well. Both teams hit the yeah. woodwork mm. quite early on. It was, it was, it was actually a, quite a, a good, good game one where it hits the bar and then the post. post yeah, which yeah, you don't yeah. see enough. I like, the, I like that me and Jim watched the um, Ivory Coast Germany match, and you watched the China. And you keep bringing about the China match, and we keep on bringing it back to the Ivory Coast Germany match. Listen, guys, I think we chose wisely on that one. I think we're looking forward to seeing England play. Yeah, you know what? You know what I find really um, confusing. It makes the um, the commentators' jobs harder. Is that some people obviously they get married and they take their husband's name, and, oh, and yeah. so yeah. so a lot of like, the really famous footballers have yeah. like one, one last married a, um, a, a Croatian footballer. So he, he she's called um, Churchich or, or Kacic or something yeah, like that. Sure. And it's like oh, that's really confusing for the commentators. Yeah. So yeah. they've got to learn two names. That would be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. On the on the England thing, I've been called a player <laughs> something for so long. Yeah. England start off against France. So they've got a really yeah. poor record against so France. Are probably well, they are a better team in England, but England should they should beat Colombia and Mexico, and they mm. should go through the group. Mm. Um, yeah, you would fancy them certainly. Yeah, uh, it's also actually a slightly different point, but it, I think I'm writing saying it's the 25th anniversary of the kickoff mm. of mm. Italia 90 today. Really? Wow! Yeah. Your favourite competition ever? It is, yeah, very much so. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Uh, right then, let's go back to FIFA House. Oh. Is there a jingle? You got someone done as a jingle? No, not this time. No. Um, no, <laughs> Seth Blackley said he'll stand down when a successor can be found. There, there we there go. Ah, oh, house, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this is very fitting. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine if you open the door to Fever House, that's the, the thing that would blare out. <laughs> and then as soon as the door shuts, it stops. Yeah, yeah. that go? That's the music that happens when you're getting chased down a corridor of Fever House by a FIFA stooge. In Ed 209. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know if I told you this, but... Um, but and Andrew Jennings just puts earplugs in and goes, you can't, you can't fool <laughs> me with that. Way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if I told you this, guys, last week, if I did, just forgive me. But someone I know who will remain anonymous <clears throat> was at FIFA once... Because they worked at one of the one of FIFA's main sponsors, right. which will also remain uh, nameless, and she actually had a complaint made about her for not being in quotes polite enough to one of the FIFA members of staff when he asked her something. Wow! And apparently, he actually complained to the company about it. I bet, I bet <laughs> he asked something really rude. Or and something the paperwork well. was apparently something like um, responded or greeted in a manner that doesn't befit the FIFA values. <laughs> like that. It's, it's, the sanctimony is absolutely yeah, incredible. They are. Unbelievable! Yeah, yeah. Who the hell do they think they are? Well, what I was going to say, that Jim, obviously, just to reiterate the point, that Blatter is standing down when a successor mm. could be found at the next FIFA elections, which will be at the earliest December this year, but the latest March See, next year. There's people, a lot I think, of talk, though. People think he'll be in cuffs before then. Well, <laughs> but there was a lot of talk. That I think when he announced his resignation, I think a lot of people thought, "Hey, he's gone. He hasn't yeah, gone. He hasn't gone. He's yeah, still right. there." And well, because it was reported like by everyone, yeah. Blatter resigned. Yeah. Even the headline writers couldn't be bothered to check the story properly. It's like, oh, this is a Amazing! Get it out there. Isn't there a rumor that people, one or two people, more learned about these things than me, have read between the lines and said that it's a chance that Blatter will take up some sort of advisory consultancy role? Mm. He'll do it. He'll do with it. Tony, Tony Blair, Blair yeah. with, with the <laughs> oh, Russian, yeah. with the Russian with Tony Blair, um, with the Russian FA. So um, the FBI basically can't get him, and he'll be based in Russia, and then mm. they won't extradite him. Like Snowden. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that maybe uh, the, the the thing is with with Blatter. We just don't know how he how we will come out of this. I find it utterly intriguing. Maybe he'll just go back to his home planet. Who yeah. knows? I find it utterly intriguing that he doesn't use email or have a mobile phone, which is something like the first really? season of The Wire. Yeah, you know, it's Redknapp-esque. Yes, it is very very strange. 
a number of different things you could see Blatter doing. As Luke says, you could see him going to work for the Russian FA, so he's pretty much protected. Yeah. He could, you know, do the rounds with Tony Blair. Um, <laughs> Less likely that one. <laughs> Uh, or I wouldn't put it past him that if he was working with the FBI and all that kind of stuff everybody gets done he manages to come out on top and then stays in as uh, FIFA president and go actually you know what I'm going to stay on we've got yeah. rid of all the bad eggs and manage yeah. he'll unresign yeah. Managed to turn it around. Very interesting uh, quote from. But he couldn't do that because he, he basically said, um, you know, in the week leading up to his resignation, he basically said, "I can't be responsible. For, I can't know everything that's going on." So yeah. he basically just publicly just said, "I'm, uh, I'm either I'm not in control of this. I'm not in control of I mean, so. that's not really stopped him before. No, I was going <laughs> to say, <laughs> FIFA, f- let's not forget, FIFA put together their own. Um, their own task force to combat corruption within their own organisation as if that was good enough. And then didn't publish a report. (laughs) (laughs) Just just hacked it apart. No, don't like that, don't like that, don't like that. And 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 even the unlikely stuff that managed to get in their report, as you say, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we we don't like any of this, but that's the point. I'm trying to find out. No, 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 no. No, we don't like it. Yeah. Well, if we cut it out, it doesn't exist. Very interesting stuff from... uh, 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 the FIFA, the FIFA whistleblower. Remember the one? Yeah, uh, she's in uh, FBI. Yes, FBI. Uh, custody, uh, not custody. She's under protection. Mm. Which, which shows you how ridiculous this Al-Majid, is. It, I think it, her name it is. is way past football. How ab- absurd all this is. People yeah. are fearing for their lives. Yeah, Fadra Al Majid. I think her name was, and uh, she's currently under protection with the FBI. She thinks that she, Blatter. She, what? <laughs> she thinks. <laughs> that Blatter might try to remove Qatar as host for 2022 to show he was the initial driving force mm. to change FIFA and reform the organisation and leave with a bit of praise. You're fooling no one, Sepp. Uh, who on earth does he think he's going to convince well, of his he, own dignity what, and innocence? All the people that voted for him in the most recent election? Unfortunately, they're the only ones that do count, sadly. But it's an interesting point from Al Majid that she says that because you could, uh, that's what I mean. You could see him doing something like this. Mm. As I say, as we, yeah, we said before, he doesn't. He didn't want Qatar to get the, the World Cup, and he thinks, right, what, what could I do to, to salvage an ounce yeah. of something? It's mm. clearly a political... Mm. That's just, but that was just her uh, uh, little take on that. You yeah. know, that may or may not happen. Um, but Jack Warner's flipped. Yeah, immediately. I love it. Now, like, straight away. Yes. Just as soon as he realised that onion thing was nonsense, he's yeah. like, ah, screw it. If you ever had any doubt over the moral fibre of the man, <laughs> which I'm sure anyone, <laughs> no one did, then now you... Did you, you, know. you, did you hear Snitches that? get stitches, yeah. Jackie <laughs> There was an interview with Andrew Jennings, and before he went on at length to talk about Jack Warner, his first statement was utterly glorious. They said, "What do you tell us about Jack Warner?" And he went, "I mean, he's he's uncultured." (laughs) (laughs) Which was absolutely delightful. There was was another interview as well. I think Five Live maybe did it, and all he did was laugh down the phone. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Andrew Jennings is like a dog with. A lot of willies. Right now. <laughs> Number of appendages. Uh, indeed. Oh, speaking of water, I totally forgot this, but back in the day when Roy Keane was Sunderland manager, he he, yeah. s- he stopped Dwight York meeting up with the Trinidad and Tobago side, and Warner kicked off saying that Roy Keane's disrespectful to small nations, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And Roy Keane once called Jack Warner a clown and said, <laughs> if he's vice president of FIFA, God help everybody. Right, he was proven right. right. Absolutely. So Blatter also said an amazing amazingly unself-aware thing around yes. this stuff where he said I've fought for these changes before <laughs> and as everyone knows my efforts have been blocked <laughs> <laughs> yeah. poor old Sepp yeah. he's, he's downtrodden the victim here, why is he? no one thinking of Sepp in all this <laughs> if there's one thing that I would say about Sepp is he's downtrodden yeah. <laughs> nobody sort of went just look see that thing on your desk that looks a bit like a Toblerone that says like chairman 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just have a look at that and just remember what your responsibilities are president, in your organisation. President, 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 chairman, whatever. Yeah. Well, the fact that they, you know, the position is president shows you how self-important <laughs> they are as well. Oh Wasn't Blatter also romantically linked to one of Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo's ex-girlfriends <laughs> yes. this week? The, the one who's going out with Bradley Cooper now. Didn't, 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 wow. didn't, Blatter, didn't Blatter set the FI, FAI uh, chairman? He said, uh, I approve of your girlfriend. Yeah, and then he, John Delaney, yeah, mm. who's, who's ridiculous. Um, and he apparently said, yeah, you should go now, you should go now. And then he went now. It's a very, very odd quote. <laughs> yeah, John Delaney was also filmed, and I've seen the footage, uh, being carried out of a Irish <laughs> bar <laughs> in Poland during Euro 2012 by a load of Irish fans, absolutely We're, hammered, yeah. during the tournament. <laughs> yeah. So the equivalent of like Greg Dyke or whatever, during the tournament being carried out aloft on shoulders <laughs> out of an Irish pub with one shoe on. Brilliant. We've dealt with the story before. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I feel like it bears repeating. To be fair, it seems rather relevant, yeah. doesn't it? Just Wonder what he was spending that five million dollars on. Yeah. <laughs> so that, we haven't even touched on that yet. Yeah. The, the handball bribe. Shall we? Go for it. Um, yeah. So obviously, Ireland were beaten by France in the playoff for the uh, 2010 World Cup. Mm. And yeah, and the story's come out, hasn't it? That, that, that FIFA apparently paid the FAI five million US dollars as compensation for the uh, incident because the Irish uh, FA or the FAI were looking. Sue, didn't they? Well, it was set up as as, as, a, as a loan, wasn't it? And then they, mm. they essentially admitted that it was hush money to stop Ireland suing or the Football Association of Ireland suing FIFA for the for the problem. But what, but the one thing I, of course, the money side has been talked about, and and that's terrible and all. I find it quite odd that Ireland were gonna have some sort of, you know, court case or whatever mm. about a bad refereeing decision. Yeah. That I can't get my head round. I know what, no one's it, coming out of this well. But wasn't there talk of, like, if they... And then, as part of the money... But that's like England, the Frank Lampard one that came off the bar but, or something. Well, I imagine, I imagine they would have framed it in a more sort of, like, overall... Or overarching well, I suppose they would say, you've stopped video, us getting from yeah, the World Yeah, video of it and stuff like that. But I, I, one of the things I found odd about the whole thing was that I'm pretty sure that... If they had then qualified for the next World Cup, they'd have had to have paid FIFA the money back. Oh, that's what because, like, because oh yeah, well, well it's all well, it ends well sort of thing. It's like what sort of deals what? are you doing here? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it's good to know that the Irish as well as the English can't do the bribe thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As well, they get yeah. all tangled up. How creative it is. It's like a like mm. a dun- like they just make up their own rules for the game. It's yeah. so strange. The game within the game. With Warner, they they basically chucked ten million dollars at Warner, mm. and then they essentially like you just said they made up a reason for it, like some sort of football legacy yeah, project. I remember being. I remember, yeah. I remember being diaspora. Yeah. I remember being thrown out of a um, <laughs> fantasy. Uh, what do you call it? Like a um, role-playing uh, game um, <laughs> group when I was a kid because I was just I just got so bored with the games master. He's gone right, right. You have been arrested by the the Lord of the Manor, and I go right. Well, I'm going to try and fly. Then you can't fly. You're a human. I go. Right, I roll a dice to see if I can fly. He goes. Right, you've rolled the dice, you can't fly, you're still in prison. Right, I'll have a go next round of doing that. And then I got thrown out. Did the so just, like, they just make up their own rules? Did the police ever get hold of this man? I mean, it's an interesting way of framing the point you're trying to make. I'll certainly concede that. I'm just saying it's, going, it's like going from the Warlock of Firetop Mountain that has pages, turn to page six to defeat this monster. Yeah, again, this I, dice, I, I do to, understand To going the into point, a wider yeah. role-playing game um, yeah. world where literally the rules are at the behest of the Games Master. <laughs> I wonder what percentage of our listeners would Who's get Who's the that? Games Master, Set platter in this? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Dominic Diamond. Mm. <laughs> but, like, clearly, though, they have completely got away from their own, you know, 
uh, their own responsibilities and what their role is. Like Blatter seems to think he's he's king of football, mm. and that means he can do absolutely <laughs> well, anything he wants. Well, this is what Andrew Jennings said, didn't he, last week or whenever it was. He said that they've taken the people's game and have horrendously abused it for their own greedy purposes, like like ridiculously, yeah. mm. uh, out of all proportion. And and then this is the thing, and I think it's it's not too uh, arrogant of a suggestion to say that. You know, for many years we've actually been talking about Jack Warner and taking the piss on this show. And I, I think before, like a number of other people, well, not everybody, of course, a number mm. of other outlets have done it as well. But the, the, the times, sort of six years ago, even when we were talking about Warner ahead of South Africa, yeah. was ahead of a South African mm. World Cup, we were slagging him off and saying this is this is ridiculous. Now you turn on the BBC News. That's the first story. Yeah. That is the first story, considering what else is going on in the world. The first story is, this is what's going on in Jack Warner's account. It is fantastic yeah. Yeah. that this man is now known throughout the globe by and, people who don't even reason, like football. And the reason it's happened is the reason that always happens with these types of people, and it essentially comes down to greed. Yeah. Because... They get too greedy. It mm. always reminds mm. me of the guy who got caught cheating on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. yeah. A million pounds, Tech right? Tech Wittick? Mm. No, no, he was like a major oh, child someone. That's right, and Tech the Wittick Wittick guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the coughing guy, right? The point I was just about to make was that <clears throat> if he had gone for half a million, yeah, that's right. No one has said damn yeah, thing. That's right. It well, wouldn't that, have been news. That is probably why Blatter opposed Qatar because mm. it's ridiculous. And even he was like, it. "Yeah, no, this you can't we're get away with gonna, this. Even we are not going to get away with this." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if they, if they, like the thing with the, with the Warner thing, like the ten million dollars like one off payment. That's sort of that's too much money. Yeah. <laughs> you can, you're going to yeah, get caught. It's I mean, it's all, it? Of course, I'm, I'm I'm not suggesting that it's not wrong. It's all wrong. Yeah. But if, no, if, I know what you're if, you're, if you're that sort of nefarious set, of, if you're a set of nefarious characters like that, yeah. and your aim is to line your own pockets, you can have no sympathy for them if they're going to be so blatant and so obvious about. It, they're clearly going to get caught. Yeah. yeah. And that's what they've done. Well, apparently Blatter's salary has been re- re- revealed this week. It's mm. about ten million dollars a year. But obviously, bear in mind he's constantly flying around the world. And that's all expense Expensive, to FIFA. Yeah, yeah. Um, so th- before they'd always not reveal Blatter's salary, effectively with the attitude is, "Well, we don't have to tell you what he earns," yeah. and that's that. Yeah. And it's it is all coming out now. There's also been some really shady stuff about um, potential arms deals with Saudi Arabia, with laws being relaxed just before I think the voting for the World Cup in Germany, um, <laughs> which is, I mean, it's like arms dealing is involved in this. That, <laughs> that's Football shouldn't be near this sort of stuff. Absolutely, it should be nowhere yeah. near it. It's, it's, it is dirty yeah. and like who, what's going to happen like f- uh, we, we've said this so many times but FIFA like is FIFA fit for purpose that something needs to replace FIFA because they can't they can't fix this f- from within there's mm. no way that anyone at FIFA can be trusted mm. yeah absolutely but if uh, uh, Prince Ali bin Hussein succeeds Blatter obviously his only challenger recently apparently uh, according to Diego Maradona he could be FIFA vice president and he'll oh, change please, everything please please let this happen yeah. the man still owes Italy a lot of money well, FIFA have got a big surplus. <laughs> we'll help you. <laughs> Get off to a good start. Um, excellent. So there we are, ladies and gentlemen, FIFA House. I mean, yeah. who knows? It'll change tomorrow. tomorrow. They'll yeah. all, you know, Blatter might do, uh, you know, the Scarface in FIFA House. <laughs> for goodness sake, who, yeah. who knows? Who We've knows? been quite unlucky with FIFA's goings on in the last fortnight. I don't know, Jim. <laughs> I mean, in terms of the timing of our show. Okay, right. Okay. <laughs> um, excellent stuff. Uh, some domestic news before we go to Pete's Mystery Voice game. Uh, Sunderland they've appointed Dick Advocate yes, on a, on a, just on a one year deal he's signed a one year deal he promised his wife he'd retire but he's now signed a one year deal so as a result the Sunderland fans raised about £2,000 to buy Mrs Advocate some seemingly extremely 
expensive flowers. But yeah, <laughs> Dick was touch. in, then Dick was out, then Dick was in. Oh, <laughs> bag. Thank you very much. That's a joke you could have made in the late 70s, early 80s. No um, way. Probably a bit later than that. But you know what I mean. Um, it's quite interesting. Uh, did, uh, is that um, is him taking up the Sunderland job, relying on him getting money for transfers and stuff like that? Because I always thought when he was sort of umming and ahhing about it, I thought this might um, this might serve both purposes quite well. Mm. Sort of insisting that he needs mm. they need uh, a bit of funding chucked their way. What could crowdfunding? £2,000 away from the uh, flowers and yeah. actually put it Well, I was about to say, maybe they did it for the flowers. Mm. Uh, Liverpool have signed James Milner on a free. Yeah, good sign. Oh, right? Jamesy. Good, it's a good sign. He's never going to be a bad signing, is he? Oh, no, James Milner. He won't, he won't. What I meant by that is that I think he's a better signing than a lot of people are making out. They're sort of going, ah, ha, ha, Liverpool, ah, you've, you've only signed James Milner. No, I think that's that's piss poor. Yeah, well, yeah. And I, I, I think agree it's a very good you, signing. That's what I'm saying. Really good signing. After the end of the season, isn't it? Danny Ings as well signed for Liverpool, although they're sorting out a transfer fee. Yeah, yeah it might still cost them about six million because of his age. Six million? Yeah, it could be as high as that. It's between three and six. I, that's, yeah, but you, that's what's to be worked out. I don't know. For the, the ridiculous inflated prices for English players. Oh, no, between, yeah, I mean, he's a steal at that, but mm, yeah, it's, he, not, so it's not a free transfer, basically. Tom, Tom Cleverley to Everton? Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that's um, <clears throat> possibly a bit of a blow to Tim Sherwood and Aston Villa, really, because they had a really poor end of the season and obviously didn't show up at the cup final. Mm-hmm. Sherwood clearly I mean he was doing everything he could to keep hold of Cleverly mm. he was talking about it in the press mm. he was saying that he needs to commit and all this other stuff and he's clearly said I'm not interested in he this he got his answer <laughs> that could be that could be difficult for them I think he's a decent signer for Everton yeah he wants to, uh, to Martinez has worked with him before he wanted to go to Everton in the first place didn't he yeah, and exactly. uh, it didn't work for him the first time around uh, what about this English football will soon sorry English football will soon there we are that's better isn't it ladies and gentlemen uh, see the introduction of a similar rule to the Rooney rule in American football from the 2016-17 season we'll soon see the Rooney there you go Rooney <laughs> <laughs> yeah 5 to 10 clubs will uh, trial a voluntary recruitment code to uh, to interview ethnic minority candidates for any first team managerial or coaching positions good mm. strong mm. good stuff and Much also uh, Watford have appointed uh, Kike Flores yep. yeah that's a funny one isn't it that doesn't count. That doesn't come in. For the no, room. no, it doesn't, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, people who perhaps don't fully know who he is, he is the man who was probably most recently seen to manage um, Sevilla, uh, Atletico Madrid when they yeah. beat Fulham in the Europa League final in 2010. Yeah. Right? Is that right, Marcus? The man's right. called Kiki Sanchez Flores. Yeah, it's a great name. Mm. He's I mean, also a very handsome man as well. Uh, again, like, that's Watford's fifth manager in about three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and if we, uh, oh, and Mark Warburton might be going to Rangers. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. That's an interesting and I, one. I heard a stat today that if he does, he'll be like the 15th manager in Rangers history. That's, wow. It's crazy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's, can that be right? Yeah, that's what I've... I've well, a very trusted source It's, it's because the that. new company, isn't it? It's the new Rangers no, company. we don't even have 15 managers in, in two well, years. Well, they do quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly they don't. It, it, I'm talking about, you know... Newco and and Glasgow Rangers. I mean, you know, there might well be a similar stat to say someone like Manchester United because obviously they had Alex Ferguson there for, for many many years. Mm. But yeah, quite quite sensational. Um, oh, and, and lastly, just to mix a little bit of uh, football and politics, Sol Campbell's put himself forward as a Conservative candidate for London Mayor. Absolutely mm. brilliant. Just think his slogan will just be "But I'm Sol Campbell." I, th- I think his slogan will be "I'm so Sol Campbell, not George Go- uh, George Galloway, who's also put himself up for it." I would genuinely. Who'd you rather, yeah. Campbell or Galloway? Galloway. <laughs> would you? At least he's got a history in politics. And Sol Campbell's a dribbling maniac. <laughs> That's true. And but now it's he's Sol Campbell. And now it's time for Pete's mystery game. <laughs> is, it, is it Sol Campbell? <laughs> it's not a dribbling maniac, Sol Campbell. No. Pete, uh, are you just going to um, do the reveal this week? Because you're not going to do one for because we haven't got another show now. 
Well, I might stretch out over the summer, you never know. Yeah, alright. That's what he's asking. Well, <laughs> to be honest, I am going to stretch out over summer because we only had four entries. No, three entries. Oh. One of which came in this morning. So the listeners are also on the beach. That's I nice can't believe enough. that. <laughs> and Because we gave away, did we give away it's an summer, iPad Jim. last week? Yeah, we jumped the sharp. Yeah, that we, was a week, we, week or two before that. I think. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, James Casson went for Alan Shearer, it wasn't him. Jack Cousin. Which sounds like uh, a nom de plume of James Casson. Uh, <laughs> Emerson Thorne. No. Uh, Jake Arden, uh, John Aloisi. It's not either of those people. It's lovely to hear or John Aloisi get a mention. Mm, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, uh, this is uh, this is the uh, voice again. I just want to ask people tonight to come and support us. If you know who that is, get on your bloody email box and type in the name of it, right? Yeah, you go. I'm annoyed with you guys. Can't, be more Can't just switch off. Loads of admin over the summer for you now. That was, that, that was the prestige-friendly of the <laughs> football ramble, Pete Donaldson uh, voice cam. Indeed. Mm. Uh, website roundup time. Yeah, no um, comprehensive website roundup from the always excellent Kelly Wells this week, but she did want us to give her a quick plug for her Champions League final roundup, which yes. I've read and is very good. So mm. get over to thefootballramble.com for that. Um, in replacement of that, I'm going to give you news of an audible offer. No way. Now, no. a few years ago. We did an offer where listeners of the Football Ramble could get a free audio book, completely free, if you sign up for a free trial, which you can then cancel as soon as you get the book, basically. Ha <laughs> um, trick. And to go, <laughs> and, and, and so if you want to do that, we've all done it, you get a free mm. book for, for, for nothing, really, it's, it's catch-free. Um, it's audible.co.uk forward slash Football Ramble. Now, a lot of you will be saying, I've already done that, but it doesn't matter, here's the key point. If you did it the first time over 12 months ago, which you would have done for listening to this show because it was longer than that ago, you can do it again. Ooh. So with the same credit card and whatever it is. So, so yeah. audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble to get a free audio book. And you'd also mm. be helping us out as well. So it's a win-win. Yeah. yeah. From what I remember last time, your favourite book was Dan Brown's Digital Fortress, it was, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> still is. Wasn't it? Still is. A classic. That's yeah. a classic. Yeah. <laughs> I think I actually went for Alan Partridge's autobiography, which is quite magnificent, read by the man himself. Yes. I, uh, joking aside from the mm. Dan Brown uh, obvious gag, I uh, went for a Tim Key book which I very much enjoy. It's not that an obvious gag is it? Oh wow. Uh, and mean, now it's time it. now it's time Jim for the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. It's me again. Are we having that jingle again? I got a lot of stick for not being enthusiastic about it last oh, time. Good. It, yeah. yeah no as you deserve. I but, led the stick. But what I should uh, what I should point <laughs> out is I think at that point I'd accidentally closed my running order and I was trying to find it again. <laughs> but um, I was very grateful for the jingle of course and I'm sure Pete will have found it this time too. Highlights of the week this week are highlights of the season in fact I've asked people to, to um yep. to pop in with their highlights of the season some people have gone for the week but overall it's, it's a more all-encompassing mm. uh, section than that um, Mike Wood says I was at the Berlin Barca fan club to watch the final on Saturday so the Barcelona supporters fan club in mm. Berlin he said right. at half time I saw a guy in a full referee's outfit <laughs> nice and he's, he's, he attached a picture um, sat outside with a cigarette and a beer. I asked him who he was supporting, and he assured me that, in the spirit of his outfit, he was completely neutral. <laughs> That's I great. I believed him, but later saw him jump up and down, spill his pint to him all over himself when Suarez put Barca back in front. So he's clearly he's lying there. Really lying. That's um, great. Mike Thunder says, My highlight this week. Mike was Thunder? Mike wow, Thunder. Wow, brilliant. Yeah. That's like <laughs> prestige friendly. <laughs> Love he, that said, guy. Uh, he says that my highlight this week is every minute of the Women's World Cup I've watched being better than the Republic of Ireland versus England. <laughs> and Carl McDonald replied on Facebook saying, Every minute of the Women's World Cup I haven't watched has been better than the Republic of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that theme, Gerard Moran says, I travelled down to Dublin for my 27th birthday to watch Ireland versus England and returned home that night at the age of 31. 
Good. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, <laughs> Esther on Twitter, she says, Neymar's bandana that said 100% Jesus. It was either a religious tribute or a massive boast. Yes. <laughs> um, Not like that. Fat PK, a.k.a. Terry Nutkin, Gets on Twitter. A He's a friend of the ramble. Mm. He says, uh, at Shamrock Rovers versus Sligo Rovers, I overheard a conversation between three women, all called Mary, about Eurovision. Good. <laughs> Very Irish. Yes. <laughs> um, Lars Eric says, as a Norwegian West Ham and SK Brand fan I enjoyed the NFL season <laughs> I think SK Brown might be in the second tier now yeah, they yeah, might yeah. have just missed out on promotion to the top tier knowledge mm. probably not true um, what else have I got here Game of Throwing which is an excellent Twitter handle he says Nigel, F- Nigel Pearson it's been my heart of the season whether he's fighting dogs or James MacArthur he's been a pleasure to witness. <laughs> long live the ostrich king <laughs> do you know what I, 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 I saw Peter my mate Ian Wright today and he said that it, Nigel Pearson when he played against him he said for some reason he always got the better of him and he said I was just like I'm much better than him he's rubbish yeah. I just he always had it over him he's probably he's secretly straight. terrified of him yes um, this is one... I'm sure his son is right now oh <laughs> 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 one for Pete Joseph Parastatidis he says Pardiola keeping two teams in the Premier League the man is a true genius once in a lifetime yes. a couple of weeks too late there. Like, we can yeah, all get behind that. no no highlights of the season oh okay right fine um, take it yeah take it <laughs> take it take it take it I'm out shagging every night mate <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luke. We know you yeah, take it. Jesus, Luke. It. How, Jesus. Long, how long will it take you to find that? I was trying to find your jingle, but I can't find uh, it. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> yeah. is good. I'll stick it in uh, post. Um, Robert has got one for Marcus here. He says his highlight of the season was his mm. Nelson Mandela impression. <laughs> 1.75 seconds of comedy gold. Thank you very much. Uh, are you going to do it for him? Oh, is that no. your Elvis? <laughs> <laughs> do it again because Pete ruined it. <laughs> no, no. He said thank you very much. Once like in a season. Once in a season. Okay. South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> that was nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Mandela. Right, I've got two more hearts of the week. We've got no time left. Let me right. do them. Um, Sam Pocock says, My girlfriend thinking Ray Mears was a Chelsea player. Hashtag Ramirez. Bit of a mistake. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And, and we'll end on this one because, you know, all joking aside, it's yeah. nice to get a, a couple of props here and there from, from listeners. James Fraser Morrison, he says... Season highlight, the football bloody ramble. Uh, a steady ship and a sea of utter contempt and madness most of the time. Thanks, fellas. Hashtag HMS ramble. Easily pleased. Hashtag, hashtag I'm out self-congratulating everyone every night, me. People often, ask, people often ask about my Mandela impression. Nobody ever asked about the Nick Hewer one. No, it's not as good. That's why I'm at. It's literally not yeah. as good. Let, let's wrap it up, shall we? I've got two more really quick. One right. is um, lots of other people said that um, Louis van Gaal saying Queen's Park raisins because that was yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, um, have you seen the video of someone shouting Louis van Gaal's Yeah, and him going in return is astounding. Nice. Let's we can't let the show finish for the season without talking about my amazing Stuart Pearce prediction. Yeah, yeah, very good. Come on, very good. That's my highlight of the season. Happened not that long ago. It was when Jack Warner said he needed to uh, go to hospital due to exhaustion so he would get out of the limelight for a short while and all the rest of it and then later that evening was uh, dancing away with, yeah. uh, in some political rally or something like that. That was literally last week though, Mark, yeah, no, wasn't it? Brilliant. He was also <laughs> dancing to don't worry about a thing because every little thing's going to be alright yeah. as well. Uh, surely it's the whole stuff, the FIFA business. The fact that yeah. these yeah. bastards yeah. have suddenly... Because it's starting to unravel. It's the FBI... Yeah. It was sorting it all out. It's just oh, it's so good. Hopefully, the landscape won't be you know bleakly what? predictable. It's, it's up there with Jonas Gutierrez and also a bird pooing in a man's mouth. It's that up there. As well. It's up. Do you remember when Keys and Grey got done? Yeah, well, this, yeah, this FIFA stuff is—it's yeah. is, got the same kind of feel to it. I don't actually, know if I'm, don't I don't know if I'm think... enjoying this as much as the Keys Grey stuff. Yeah, it's more important. But we I all know actually... they'll all move to Qatar. Yeah. at one point, <laughs> I think Keys's Twitter feed might be my highlight. Oh, of the season, very because it is a bitter, <laughs> bitter place. <laughs> Hashtag Hilarious. dark forces. Oi. 
keep following if you want the truth. Now, uh, <laughs> thank you very much uh, to all those who came to the live shows this season. Yes. Absolutely marvellous. Uh, we're going to be uh, in Dublin on the 30th of July, of course, uh, by the live show. If you would like oh, the I've Bloomsbury got, I've got one. Some info. Yeah, so the Dublin show um, is Thursday the 30th of July. Um, tickets you've got to check the Ramble, footballramble.com and our social media for details for how to get tickets it's at the mm. Laughter Lounge and I think doors uh, doors will be at 7, 7.30 but check our social media yeah. and our website for details oh, that's pressure isn't it yeah. Laughter Lounge we are literally sort of running out of the studio because we've got about a minute left but thank you very much everybody uh, for joining with us once again for another season we couldn't and wouldn't do it without you uh, we'll be back to uh, regular Ramble business at the start of August uh, before this Premier League season begins but genuinely thank you very much we, we love every single one of you but not you. Yeah. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Have Say a great summer. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.